Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So this week is a little bit different to what I normally do. It's a Q&A, haven't done one in a little while, and I'm really looking forward to it. So I put up a story up on my Instagram during the week, and I got a few responses back, and about 15, 20 responses came back. And I think the ones that I can, I'm going to pick like three or four of them and see which ones kind of resonate with you guys the most. I think these are the most common questions that I get on a day-to-day basis from working on the gym floor, the most common questions I get on a day-to-day basis on Instagram. So please do keep asking questions. Like if I can, the whole point of this podcast, the whole point of me being a face-to-face PT and online coach is to try and help as many people as possible. If if the podcast helps in any way and it helps one person, well, then it was worthwhile recording. So the more feedback you guys give me, well, then the more I will continue to work down that particular avenue. So please do continue to like and share it up on social media. Tag me in the in the posts as well. And also please do like and share it up on iTunes, leave a review. As the more, more people kind of hear about it, the more people will help and that's the whole reason for it and so this is a Q&A as I said so thank you so much for all of the questions um, I've also started I've just last weekend was over in London and I was over with James Smith and I was over with Darren Cartel and it was it was amazing to kind of get into the headspace of those two guys it was a business seminar so it was 200 other PTs who were trying to grow their business and Darren and James know their stuff absolute gentlemen and it was great to hear how they grew their business, get grab a few ideas from them, and how to grow their grow the business and stuff like that. And I hope to put them into practice. So one of the ideas that I've I was working on previously before kind of the exams took over my life, and hopefully in two weeks I'll be a fully qualified fully qualified MNU nutritionist, which will be awesome. So fingers crossed for two weeks. Um, and then the one things that they've kind of mentioned that I would like to do is I enjoy writing and I enjoy kind of putting out content for you guys is an email list so if you're interested in getting, getting a daily email and um, that will kind of have a little bit of humor to it have a little bit of education to it and well then please head over to www.shanewalshfitness.com and there is a there is a box also in my bio at Shane Walsh Fitness on Instagram, which you can sign up for the email list. I'll get a notification and I will, I will update the list and I'll be able to kind of post that out to you or email that out to you guys on a daily basis. At the minute, I'm doing a seven tips for fat loss and the feedback has been great so far. They're small little tips. They're not, not reinventing the world. They're just the small little tips that I try to help my face-to-face clients and all my clients with on a day-to-day basis on little tips for them on how to kind of get by and break down myths and stuff that are out there. That's there's so much information out there and it's important to kind of get rid of that um, get rid of the kind of the misconceptions that are out there that most of us have grown up with, including myself. And from doing the research and from being in the industry now, it's, there's still a lot of kind of murky waters in a lot of the content that's out there. And it's just kind of picking which one um kind of is the the best suited uh best studies that are out there and that's kind of where the nerdiness come out of comes out of myself so the questions that came in i've kind of picked the best four or five i think i've picked five four um about that so the, the question number one was uh can you drink booze and still lose weight so alcohol is one of these big things that's in culture at the minute and i'm teetotal 
I've been teetotal for about two and a half years. I used to booze. And it's just my own personal preference. I've spoken about this before, about how to kind of have a social life and not booze and how to kind of deal with the the impact of kind of how to deal with the actual people that are out there, kind of the naysayers and stuff like that on dealing with the kind of the whole fear of missing out mentality. And that was one of the previous podcast episodes. And I think a lot of people have kind of listened to that and have taken away a message from that so thank you so much for that so there was the whole thing with alcohol like alcohol is can have an impact um it can impair muscle growth it can definitely impair your appetite and uh, so if you ever think about it when you are after a night out you're tired and all you want is something salty or sugary so that's kind of like from the dehydration from the alcohol you are also feeling a lot more hungry and you go and get out go and get a takeaway you're feeling dehydrated your body's looking for some salt to kind of get back in the water it's looking for a little bit of water a little bit of hydration and your appetite it will kind of be impaired and you kind of reach for the salty snacks rather than kind of going for the kind of so-called healthy options um and then like hungover sessions are also shite the when you have you ever gone to a training session into the gym afterwards and you're just you're pumping sweat uh they can be they can be decent but for most parts they are absolute garbage and you're just ticking along and i'm 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 all i'm all for kind of if you are kind of if you've had a night out i'm all for for not sitting on a couch all day i'd rather someone go out and have a walk or go to the gym and get some sort of session and join in a class for half an hour and kind of do that and just power through get a load of water into you get a bit of food into you get proper hydration and then get back in to get some sleep but your hungover sessions are more than likely going to be rubbish your calories are also going to be quite high from the amount of alcohol that you consumed so generally if someone's working with me i kind of tend to lean towards the diet coke or the diet drinks and i also try to kind of lead people towards gin and gin and tonic uh gin and slimline tonic i also try to keep people away from beers if they can at all possible but that's more difficult to do for lads as that's what they tend to do or as you could take a couple of glasses of water um and take a couple of glasses of water and that will help you to stay on track as well in between your drinks and that was one of the tips i've taken from orla walsh who who knows her stuff so definitely give her a follow uh, but there was a recent study of people who had a moderate alcohol consumption and did not impair uh, their body composition uh, when they were on a kind of a hit style training so if you've ever done like joe wicks or insanity which high intensity interval training the there wasn't any kind of real impairment on their body composition which is which is interesting to hear about i'm not condoning kind of going out and boozing every weekend like little and often is is or little little and often are two different things so little if you're doing a kind of if you're going out in the pace every weekend you're not really going to get the body composition you're looking for but if you're going to kind of going out with the girls every or the lads every kind of once a month or every two or three maybe three weeks well then it, it shouldn't be a problem at all but there's actually another study that kind of says rather than being completely teetotal like myself there it's beneficial for your cholesterol that if you have kind of like two or two units a week it actually may improve your cholesterol so it may be more beneficial beneficial to have like two glasses of wine a week and that can improve your cholesterol so that's interesting to hear about as well but like an odd night out here and there will do no harm but you have to like you have to live your best life um, but if you're kind of heading out every weekend it's you're not going to have anything your sleep will be off so that means your appetite and your energy levels will be off your impairment towards food and craving sugary food and sugary drinks will be off 
So one of the things that I kind of try to recommend to people if they are going on nights out, um, because I'm all for people having social life, I don't particularly believe in a chicken and broccoli diet unless you are going up on stage. They have their place in the world of fitness and nutrition, but for general population, chicken and broccoli diet will not be of like they won't be most people won't be able to stick to it. They'll feel restricted and they will potentially go off on a, on a binge eat or a rampage and that's not what we want to happen so with kind of i got this asked a question this morning by one of my colleagues um in the gym about how to kind of work and coach with people if they're if they know they've got nights out and stuff coming so it varies like if people are going out for general meals and stuff on nights out or meals um for dinner and stuff like that well then i would potentially say maybe just don't have breakfast that morning have a starter and a main or main and dessert potentially don't have all three or else if you have are having all three and a few drinks so then i potentially look to reduce your food for a couple of days afterwards keep your water intake high get out for walks and even get a gym session in the next day and that could be one way to that could be a couple of ways to do it so you can definitely you can drink booze and still lose weight and it's all about calories in calories out and i'm sure the calories in calories out argument has been rammed down our throats a million times at this stage on social media but some people still don't seem to it doesn't seem to resonate with them if you will if you eat a little bit less and you move a little bit more you will more than likely lose weight depending on if you have any other underlying illnesses or conditions like PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome for the other way to call it so what I'm saying about drink is little and often or sorry if you if you're if you're if you're drinking alcohol and you're drinking it every week you're more than likely not going to have the best body composition that you're looking for if you were kind of going out every month or every three weeks well then and you're kind of training and your training intensity is high and you know what you're doing and your food is is on on decent level well then you'll more than likely have a decent enough body composition and it's just important as long as your sleep your energy levels will improve and then you should be okay so i hope that answers the question uh, regarding can you drink booze and still lose weight the next one is one that kind of gets asked an awful lot um and that is regarding um binge eating so first of all i'm definitely not the, an expert on binge eating i have been lucky enough i haven't had that much of an issue with binge eating i did after my fitness photo shoot due to kind of restricting myself for so much and i just wanted sugary stuff afterwards and i know bodybuilders tend to, some bodybuilders have this as well and get this as well if you restrict yourself your body's going to be like looking for overdrive and as soon as they see some sort of sweet or if you're a savory person as well you're going to be wanting that but there's many different types of kind of eating disorders there's anorexia there is bulimia there's binge eating um, and there's other ones as well so first point of call if you feel you are binging you need to kind of look at what's triggering it is it kind of i've mentioned this to someone recently about on a different podcast as well was are you using the halt system so it's h-a-l-t are you hungry angry lonely or tired so if you're actually hungry would you are you hungry enough to go and eat a heap load of broccoli if the answer is yes well then you potentially are hungry are you angry have you had a shit day at work or have you had a fight with your partner are you lonely uh are you just kind of like you're single and you don't know are you just a little bit kind of lonely or you live on your own or are you tired generally tiring will impair your hunger hormones signaling signaling going to your brain and this can have a big impact on yourself so 
if you're kind of angry, lonely or tired, I would potentially wait for half an hour, drink half a pint of water and see if you if you still want those the, the food and stuff like that. Um, and it, it go out for a walk or go to the gym or something like that. It's very easy to reach for the, the multi-pack of Jaffa Cakes, the multi-pack of crisps, and then you'll feel, most. some people will feel a little bit of crap afterwards and then you're back to square one. So I know a good friend of the show, Paul Dermody, he has mentioned on his that what's the difference between you having one pack of skips rather than having the six pack of skips or the multi-pack? They're like, the only difference is the amount of calories they've just eaten plus the amount of potential embarrassment behind it. You feel like you feel ashamed. You feel you don't, you potentially could feel ashamed. You like no one, like there's no such thing as good and bad food and no one should feel ashamed for being, for eating, for eating food. Um, the whole point of food is that it's there as fuel. So fuel your body with a decent amount of food, fuel your body with the right food, and you will feel so much more energy. Like there's so many, like as I've mentioned before, so there's different types. There's anorexia, there's bulimia, there's binge eating disorder, and there's there's a there's a lot of different mentalities to each of them. Um, and like uh, the development of eating disorders can come from a different factors. They can be a genetic. Uh, defect. They could be an environmental situation, a psychological or cultural influence, and um, there could be other like there could be other things. Like could it be something to do with your your child experiences, your family attitudes towards food or waste, your low self esteem? Could be you be a perfectionist and kind of say an all or nothing mentality with chicken and broccoli? Could you be an, ex- an exceptionally high achiever when it comes to work or anything like that? And you kind of want to be a high achiever with your food and get it on point and get a little bit compulsive about it. Could you be potentially a little bit overweight and you kind of go yo-yo diet and kind of go gung-ho on one diet for two or three weeks, don't see any results, and then you're back to square one, you get fed up, and then you end up kind of overeating again? There could be body dissatisfaction by kind of looking in the mirror all the time and expecting to have a six-pack all the time, and that's just not the case. And I've known for myself that a six-pack doesn't bring happiness. I learned that the hard way last year when I did the shoot, which is nearly a year ago now and I thought I wanted that and I definitely don't I feel so much happier now I potentially have a little bit of body fat around my hips and stuff like that which where I hold most of my extra body fat um, but I, when I'm looking in the mirror I kind of concentrate on what's actually like the, the, the on the parts of the body that are actually looking good the arms, the shoulders, the chest all that kind of stuff the legs are growing concentrate on those and talk to yourself in positive speak there's also poor mental health issues as well. If you have anxiety, you could be more prone to kind of have an eating disorder as well. But the common kind of precipitating factors are kind of food restriction. Have you kind of a separate separation or anxiety or anything like that from food? Do you kind of label food as good and bad? Good food potentially being like chicken and broccoli, bad food potentially being a back crisp. There's no such thing as good and bad food. It's just food that's less nutritious for you or food that's more nutritious for you. And like there was a parental survey carried out in 2015 and they asked the parents like what led to your child's eating disorder and the the 90% 90 or yeah 90% of the results kind of came back and said deciding to eat more healthily, dieting to lose more weight came after that. So like there are there are many other things as well 
and I'm an, I, as I've said I'm not definitely I'm definitely not a, an expert at all there are other factors there's kind of like positive reward of kind of I can eat this now so I can I, and if I if I train hard now I can eat this um, which and suppression of feelings as a coping mechanism and uh, just reaching out for the ice cream or whatever food is your trigger so my 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 thing would be like it, it's more common in athletes or models or um, and young women um, gay men and women also have this as well uh, it can be seen in diabetes people who are obese um, and so it's, it's common in a lot of people and that's just the, the most common people that doesn't mean it's, it's not kind of limited to other people as well but the, the, the there's no I just don't want people to get too hung up on diagnosis as they kind of do change over time and one thing that you could do to yourself would be to kind of start up a journal or start up a diary and kind of notify or log down when you are feeling a little bit angry lonely or tired what triggered it and why you're reaching for that food potentially but the other method I would probably encourage the most would be to go and chat to someone if you feel you have an eating disorder at all I would potentially go and chat to someone whether it be a counsellor or an expert I would 100% encourage you if you feel you have some sort of eating disorder I would reach out to someone who's a professional I am a fitness professional but I am not a mental health expert I've done a little bit of research on it but I wouldn't necessarily go as what I've said as bible it's a little bit of, of information that I've learned from studies and stuff like that but the, there are more qualified people to to, to look into it so I, I would reach out to those guys I've been very lucky to have some people on the show who have had issues regarding food like Vicky Cornick which is an amazing episode I've had Amelia Thompson on as well and I in a small way have had a little bit of an issue with the food stuff I find that when I restrict myself I feel a little bit of crap and then my mental health gets impacted my training it gets impacted my sleep gets impacted and my energy overall and that's that's not where you want to be you want to be able to stick to a routine you want to be able to stick to foods that you enjoy you want to be able to stick to to a diet or a way of life that allows you to have balance like i there's some people out there that are genetically predisposed to having six packs or having bigger bums than some other people and we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to those people and for for whatever reason we seem to do that and it's just kind of like it's, it's just going to get us nowhere and I've been guilty of this before and I've spoken about that before so my number one tip for kind of the binge eating stuff if you feel that you have some sort of eating disorder I would reach out to a professional um, regarding that then the third question that kind of came in which is really really interesting was uh, should the, the slog to get photos shoot lean or should I just uh, do the slow and committed approach so this is this is really interesting because I've done the photo shoot um, side of things and I thought it was what I wanted. I lost 10 kilos in, I lost 12 kilos in 10 weeks and it was a very aggressive diet. I thought I was further along the process and when I, sh and I remember taking the photo on the Monday, the photo shoot was on the Friday and I didn't look great. I looked quite ill. The happiness had gone from my eyes. I looked really, really gaunt and I looked too skinny I looked way too skinny and I, I from my own from my own experience getting photo shoot lean potentially wasn't like I thought I was just a bit further along uh being lean is, is great but sometimes you it's it's not 
it's like it's a genetic predisposition i know people who are lean all year round which is which is amazing i know people who struggle to get lean and that's that potentially isn't a way of life for them to be lean all the time potentially if you want to get lean for a holiday or something like that then it's happy days but my 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 tips on this would be enjoy the training enjoy the food enjoy your life and allow kind of the fitness uh, side of things the exercise side of things to be your this is what i use it for is to be my escapism i stick on my headphones for like an hour 45 minutes and that's my escapism that that allows me to zone out from the world and people know if i've got my headphones on well then i just don't really want to be bothered if i put my hood up when i'm training um and then i just I know, tra- that's only generally if i'm training legs well then i i don't want to be bothered at all and allow it to be your escapism if you want to be uh if you want to allow it to be your escapism but the whole thing about kind of getting photo shoot lean is it really really your goal or are you kind of reaching for a goal because society dictates it if it really really is your goal and you're potentially looking to go into a photo shoot make sure to work with a coach that has experience in in doing that um but also has a coach that has experience in the aftercare which is probably lacking in some coaches out there that if they get someone really really lean the aftercare potentially isn't the greatest and this is where potentially we we're leading into the previous question regarding binge eating that potentially leads in generally after being lean for so long and kind of restricting yourself for so long you have a hard time some people have a hard time bouncing back into kind of a routine some people kind of feel that they have a little bit more cravings a little bit more sugar they want more sugar and they kind of potentially reach for donuts the sugary foods a little bit more so make sure if you are going to be going for a photo shoot anytime soon i would hire a coach that knows what they're doing one look at their referrals look at their testimonials look at what kind of clients they've worked with and then i would also look have a look at their their testimonials and potentially reach out to a few of those people that have got those testimonials have given those testimonials should i say and reach out to those and say x y and z has this person this person was their aftercare was their anything that you would have done better is there a different coach or is there anything that you learned from it that you wouldn't do again so my overall say on the whole getting lean it definitely has its place in the world but you need to think about is it are you happy in that mentality are you happy with your training are you happy with your food or are you kind of living a life of restriction we don't really want to live a life of restriction life is too short for us to be living a life of restriction it's life has so many things to throw at us and i don't think we really need to throw in kind of being lean all year round into those worries and because it it can have an effect on our mental health and i'm a huge advocate of mental health and it can have an impact on our moods it can have a relationship on an impact on our relationship with food our relationships in general it can also have an impact on our sex drive kind of an impact on our attitude towards food and drink and kind of have an impact on our social life overall that we've kind of potentially can become become a little bit more hermit-like and kind of i don't want to go out because i'll be worried 
I might go off track. I might not enjoy the meal because I feel like I potentially will look getting fat and that leads into the binge eating. So if you're feeling any of those, once again, guys, I would reach out to a professional and have a chat with those. I am 100% not the a binge eating expert. I am not a mental health, ex- health expert. I'm an advocate of it, but I'm definitely not a mental health expert. So I hope that answers the question about kind of getting photo shit lean or just kind of slow down and commit it. My guess, my, my, my number one tip there would be to find what you enjoy find what your goal what you want your goal to be if you are looking for a coach for online or for for getting into a photo shoot well then find a, find a coach that has kind of had referrals and reach out to those people that they've worked with and if you are doing a photo shoot I couldn't recommend Martin Irvine photography more than enough he did mine up in Belfast absolute gentleman and he has a gym that he uses the, the lighting up there is sick and the, the equipment that he has up there is sick and it, it's amazing couldn't re- recommend Martin enough so the next one that I'm going to kind of talk about is is kind of limiting beliefs towards uh, around food and training and so many of us have these kind of can have these um limiting beliefs and it's not it's not food that's holding you back or training holding you back it's from losing the weight it's it is you there are pre we kind of we're weird we're weird beings us humans if if something's a little bit difficult our brain kind of it's to say if you ever notice if you're on a bike or you're going for a run and after kind of like i don't know two kilometers or a kilometer whatever it may be your body and you're kind of struggling after that long and your body's like what the hell is going on your body and your brain will kind of take over then and kind of say mate do we really need to be doing this put this so much stress in the body but once you get past those kind of few minutes, you're you'll be fine, and the kind of flight or flight mode kind of ticks in, and you you kind of power through, and kind of it's it's your brain just kind of looking after you, but it's kind of about it's always a mental battle, and a lot of people's limiting beliefs are within their within their two ears, and that can be your best friend at times, but it can also be your worst enemy at times with kind of the limiting beliefs and stuff like that. And one of those ones that kind of comes up a good bit is my body just works differently and I look at food and I put on weight. This is one of those things that you can fall into kind of not a victim mentality being called into fall into some mentality that you kind of you're resonated to the fact or you're, you're resigned to the fact that you're going to look this way and you continue to kind of eat a little bit more, move a little bit less and you potentially can some people may get into a little bit worse shape than and then they kind of yo-yo diet and they kind of get this victim mentality that I can't lose x y and z weight and then they kind of go on yo-yo diets and then they go go on those diets for two weeks and then they give up and they're back to square one and they could potentially either stay in the same shape or lose or go lose and run themselves and get into a little bit worse shape so there are there's no such thing as kind of eating for your body type some people will lose a weight a little bit easier some people will put on weight a little bit faster it's down to your genetics it's just about consistency and i know people potentially may be fed up of hearing that word from social media from trainers and stuff like that but it ultimately is about consistency it's about enjoying your training it's about enjoying your food it's about kind of getting concentrating and getting your personal best take photos every so often of your body progression and see even if the scales isn't moving see how your body is changing i was talking to a lady yesterday 
for online coaching and she said she's kind of got back into the gym routine the scales isn't moving but she's take she took photos and she can see a huge difference in how her trousers and her shirts are holding on now they're a little bit looser but the scales haven't jumped and she's like how is this happening or why is this happening and stuff and i was like it just celebrate that just celebrate the win um you, you like you're not you don't judge your, you don't judge others by the the scale so why would you judge yourself and that's a huge thing that i try to get to, through to everyone and this isn't a sexist comment i hope but females in particular seem to be predisposed to think be be lean a lot more towards kind of like the scales a dictate um and then it also some people let it dictate their happiness and stuff like that so it's about getting away from that mentality at all standing on the scales if it affects your mood at all please step the fuck away from the scales i had amelia thompson on and she speaks about that in one of on that episode and I, if you haven't listened to that episode with Amelia, Amelia is a straight lace shooter. She knows her shit like the back of her hand. I would listen to that episode if I were you. Amelia knows her stuff, so please do listen to that. The other kind of limiting belief that people can fall into is I hate the gym. The gym doesn't have to be for everyone. I like and lifting weights doesn't have to be for everyone. I do think that it has huge benefits, but if the gym isn't for you, well then maybe try running if running isn't for you then we'll try walking if you eat a little bit less and move a little bit more you will lose weight if you're at a position now where you are potentially unhappy with how you look and how you feel you've no energy you can't play with kids you can't play with your kids well then i would then why not do something about it? it doesn't necessarily have to be a gym but if you are going to the gym and you've never been to a gym before well then i would book in with a coach or a pt and reach out to them and let them guide you but make sure that person has had experience. Make that sure that you've got a relationship with that person because that person is going to be the person you're spending two, two or three hours with the week. And you, you're going to have to give them as much information as possible. If you re, if you hold back any information from that person, that could, if you've got some underlying condition, potentially like PCOS, um, for example, uh, the reason why PCOS is so fresh in my head because I'm working with a couple of ladies who have that at the moment and that's why it's so fresh in my head so if you've got an underlying condition like diabetes or something like that you need to let that person know if you've had experience of yo-yo dieting you need to let that person know you need to let that person know if you've gone from slim world as well but going back into I hate the gym the gym isn't the gym is an amazing place I was one of those people that used to be shit scared of going to the gym because I was feared of being judged it's it can be like that um, but now looking at it now it's kind of a little bit silly people are there to for everyone's there for the same goal everyone's there to to kind of feel a little bit better themselves feel better in their clothes feel sexy uh get to just feel confident and stuff like that so the gym is amazing and i think resistance training or weight training is hugely important for everyone i think in particular for females because they can be more prone to osteoporosis and sarcopenia uh, and brittle bone syndrome so it's very important for females in particular to kind of get their nutrition and a little bit of resistance training to kind of ho- to make sure that their bones in, in later life are are strong and healthy because you don't you don't want to be in later life and feeling like crap and struggling with kind of osteoporosis or sarcopenia and from first hand I know someone personally who has it and it's it's not it's not fun and I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, wish it on on anyone but like your predisposed limiting belief of kind of I hate the gym pick something that works for you whether it be going to classes work with a trainer go go for a run go for a walk stand the pier whatever it may be 
your beliefs are holding you back. Um, the other one is I'm too busy with family and kids. Everyone has stuff going on. If I did a post up recently, they've kind of got X amount of hours in the week. So what I sometimes tell people is, and kind of get sometimes is I get a, a big whiteboard and I write 168 in big numbers. I tell the person 168 happens to be the number of hours there are in a week. Then I ask the person how many hours she or he or she works and sleeps each week. For the kind of purpose of this podcast, I'm going to say that she works or he or she works 70 hours a week. That's 14 hours each day, Monday to Friday. All right, and that's generally on average what most people are working these days then i kind of say to the person eight hours of sleep each night or 56 hours total a week of sleep i don't ask about sleep i tell people rarely to get yeah i don't really i, I try to ask people as much as i can about sleep but generally the on average adults should get about seven to nine hours of sleep and children should get about eight to ten hours of sleep so what you're doing now is i'm going to add 70 from the hours that they've they've worked and have 56 hours to the hours that they've slept and that person's only used 126 hours out of 168 so that leaves you with 42 extra hours each week so you that person is telling me that they have nearly two days um that they are unable to train um what the hell are they doing with the rest of their time the person normally we'll kind of say I have to commute I have to grocery shop I have to spend time with my kids so I allow for another 10 hours of commuting 2 hours 5 days a week of commuting 3 hours of kind of doing the shopping and 20 hours of quality time with your family this brings the total hours to 159 hours meaning you still have 9 hours a week of spare time which means you could get out for a couple of gym sessions you can get out there's still like if you train 3 times a week you still have six hours to yourself so many people kind of fall into a mentality of oh I'm going to sit on Netflix I'm going to scroll through Instagram and what I've learned from now is I have no Wi-Fi I have no uh, TV at the minute and I'm learning that I'm going to go out for a, going to go out for a walk now after I finish recording this podcast and I'm going to try and zone out for now for an hour or so um, I've been early up early this morning coaching clients and did a yoga class and I haven't done yoga in yonks and I was kind of sitting I was kind of had an hour to spare I was like you know what I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and do a little bit of yoga um, so very grateful for that and it was an, it was an awesome class um, and then I'm going to go out for after the recording this I'm going to go for a walk sit the headphones on listen to a podcast and zone out for like potentially an hour then I'm going to eat and then I'm back out so I, I literally have my plan in place for the week or for the day and that's important to kind of make sure you've got a plan in place um if you know you've kind of got kids at football or you've got a family event coming up work around it i know i've got stuff coming up tomorrow i know i've got stuff coming up on saturday and sunday giving a talk in the aid of marie keating foundation on saturday which i'm very very grateful for previous guest layla um has kindly offered to uh kind of kindly offered to invite me along and i'm speaking at that which i'm super excited for so i know that i still have two days of training left and i know i'm going to try and get a training session in tomorrow and a training session in on saturday morning i know i'm out saturday night i know I'm, I'm, I'm out and about on sunday as well so i know busy schedule ahead but i know that i can still fit that in still fit my training in if you want something enough you can make it work for you it's like anything if you are going for a promotion you'll work your ass off if you want to save for a, a car or a house, you will you will do it. If you're 
you have got Christmas coming up and you're trying to save for the kids and stuff like that, you will do it and you'll see you'll get you'll you'll do it and you'll get by. But then it's just important to put yourself first. Put yourself if one of your kids hopefully they don't, if you're one of your kids ever got sick, you would run a million miles for them um to make sure that they got okay. But then when it's when it comes to your own health you don't potentially potentially look after yourself and that's what you need to look after yourself and um, so this whole thing of i'm too busy family kids etc i don't really believe it everyone if richard branson the the owner of virgin or michelle obama and the rock and all these, these kind of people can get training and sessions in and still have the mental routines you can do it and then you're going to throw back that these people have money they didn't always have money the rock came from nothing the michelle obama came from not a lot either um, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't come from much and like I know these people are kind of quite elite people that I'm kind of mentioning but these are names that are household names and they haven't come from a lot of stuff or haven't had the greatest background in the world and they still make time for themselves they make time if they want if someone wants something enough the only limiting factor they have is potentially your limiting belief towards what you want your limiting belief towards how you feel how you want to feel falling into this victim mentality of i can't do x y and z and then kind of feeling sorry for yourself on this merry-go-round um, i'm not saying that it has to be an all or nothing approach because they rarely ever work i'm saying a slowly slowly approach a little bit less food a little bit more moving a little bit more protein either it can be from chicken if you're vegan well then just up your veg listen to the marty guilfoyle episode um, and he'll talk about how he is in serious nick from from the vegan mental from the vegan diet. The other kind of limiting fact that I hear so often is I'll start on Monday. So like today is Thursday. Generally, used to say people will go out tomorrow night. They'll you can see it noticeably in the gym on a Monday. It is mental busy on Monday evening. People have been out on the weekend and they are onto the gung-ho mentality they go gung-ho on the Monday they go gung-ho on the Tuesday and then by Wednesday Thursday Friday the the motivation has has gone their motivation towards their food has gone and the, that's it once again is the all or nothing mentality would you not rather kind of say right I'm going to go out for half an hour walk now I'm going to go for a gym session on Wednesday and then I'm going to go for a gym session or a yoga class on Wednesday on Saturday and then there's there's the two or three sessions that you've got booked in uh, and getting rid of this kind of diet mentality because it's not going to it's not going to get you anywhere it's it's going to get you if it's going to get you anywhere it's going to get you on that merry-go-round of circles 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 of kind of yo-yo dieting going to slimming world meetings i'm slim world has its place or doesn't have a place it's great for a community aspect but it is one of those things that if it, it allows you to eat as much carbs as you want it allows you it doesn't have a calorie deficit or it doesn't promote a calorie balance it doesn't it promotes it promotes weigh-ins when people kind of starve themselves and people are paying 10 euro to starve themselves to have a weigh-in when they could potentially weigh in themselves at home they'll feel like shit then they'll be like going up and down in weight and then they'll have mary beside them or whoever it may be who has dropped a little bit more weight then they'll have a competition and it's just going to get you nowhere so the whole i start start monday mentality i'm too busy because i've got family and kids i hate the gym I look at food and put on weight. Getting rid of those kind of limiting beliefs are huge things. They're not the only limiting beliefs, but they're the ones that kind of came to me off the top of my head. Um, so like the, the things that I've spoken about today are kind of alcohol. Uh, you can 
have alcohol and still have a bo- decent body composition. Um, with alcohol, it's kind of I would have a little bit. Um, but if you're going out every weekend and you're expecting to to have a six packer, say super lean, unless you're a genetic, unless you have your genetics allow you to do so, you're not really going to have the the body composition. You're not going to feel the greatest. Your hunger, your sleep is going to be all over the place. Your training is going to be all over the place. Regarding binge eating, I would seek professional help if you feel you are falling into kind of the the, the binge eating cycle. I would potentially use a whole system as well, which is are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? But definitely reach out to professional. The other thing is kind of to get to get get photo shoot lean or kind of slow down and, and kind of the committed process. You need to look at yourself. You need to kind of see what your goal is. Are you if you feel that you want to push yourself mentally and physically to do a photo shoot, then happy days, go for it. But if you think that that's going to make you happier, potentially it won't be. You need to look at how your attitude towards food, your attitude towards training. You're also, you need to look at how much time you're going to give yourself. I, I, I gave myself too little time and I felt like shit. Um, I thought I was further along the process and I look like ass and I don't like the photos. Um, there's only it's just the way I look in them um, the professional ones that I use for my business and stuff like that I love it's just some of the other ones I don't I don't like and that's me that's nothing to do with the photographer but if you are getting a photo shoot please go to Martin uh, Irvine Photography he is phenomenal um, so they're, they're the ones that I would kind of and then you've got your limiting beliefs and stuff like that the only the, lim- the, the limiting belief that most people have is probably in themselves that we're all great for making excuses if things get hard uh, we tend to give up a little bit and it's just about pushing through making sure you know your reason why you know why you're training what you're training for eat a little bit less move a little bit more and you more than likely will lose weight if you have any questions or if you are looking for coaching or online coaching please feel free to reach out to to myself at Shane Walsh Fitness on Instagram or head over to the website www.shanewalshfitness.com and you can apply on that. There's an application form on that and we can kind of have a formal or an informal phone call and we can kind of see if you're a fit for it once because uh, you have to be a fit for it. You have to be in the right mindset for it as well and that's why I use the phone calls um, to kind of have a chat and see if we will be a good good fit and then guys please please do like and share this up on your social media if any of this has impacted you in any way or you know someone that it's going to help please do tag it up on your your story please do leave reviews up on iTunes I'm so grateful for you guys for listening to this Uh, you've no idea how much it means so guys thank you so much for doing that I really hope this episode has helped and if you have any questions at all guys please do let me know and I will talk to you soon